We now continue our reflections on the parts of the Mass. And tonight we are going to go to what we can call the very heart of the Mass. In the Eucharistic prayer, and in order to understand and appreciate what I would like to say, we sometimes have to go back to the beginning to understand the present. So as we know from Revelation, it is God who created the world. It is God who brought something out of nothing. He brought light out of darkness. He brought order out of chaos. He brought life where there was no life. And he brought creatures into the world that are able to share a friendship with God. This world of humanity that God created fell from grace, from light into darkness, from the beautiful harmony and order into chaos, falling out of friendship into estrangement, falling from life into death. And this tragic, terrible, miserable condition, no human being can do anything to rectify or change this. This would have to be done by God. And so God chose to do something. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit decreed a plan which resulted in the Father sending the Son by the power of the Holy Spirit that filled the Son. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And he came into the world to do what? He came into the world to save us by giving his very life unto death. The spirit of love that filled him was a love that is stronger than death and led to the very giving up of his life. And as we look at this crucifix together, we are reminded that this event has become the center of all human history. This is the epicenter of power for salvation, an inexhaustible source of grace for redemption. For by his blood, our sins are forgiven. By his wounds, we have been healed. His death has conquered our death in so far as that finality aspect of death 
and by his resurrection from the dead, he has opened the gates to eternal life. This is why Jesus said, enter through the narrow way. There's only one way, and it's Jesus. And notice that God made the world through the Word and the Spirit, and God recreates the world through His Son, the eternal Word, and the power of the Spirit. And every time you and I open ourselves to the Word and the Spirit, the power of this moment can continue to affect and change our lives in very real and concrete ways. But there was one way in particular that is greater than all other means to keep this moment present in the life of the church. And that's by the reenactment of the Last Supper, which is what the church does in her Mass every time she gathers. And this is why Jesus said, do this in memory of me, and we are going to do this. And so, in a moment... As Deacon Tim reminded us in a homily a few weeks ago, this bread and wine are going to be brought forward. And they are brought forward and placed upon this altar. And the moment that I'd like to talk about, there's two. One is the epiclesis, which is a word that means calling down the Holy Spirit upon these gifts. And the second word is consecration. Through the words of institution, so by, by spirit and by word, God is going to do a mighty work in our midst, and he does it at every single mass. He's going to change these substances into something different something entirely different into the body and blood of his son, Jesus Christ. And so the moment will come when the priest prays over the gifts in this way with his hands and he calls down the Holy Spirit. Let's remember what these gifts represent. These are made by human hands, by the work of human beings, which means these gifts represent the offering of your life and my life upon this altar. All of these different hosts that are within here, you and I are these pieces of bread. Each one of us is a piece of bread in this paten plate. Each one of us is a drop of wine in this glass cruet that is poured into the chalices. And we are offering ourselves, which means everything. 
This is why we don't want to fall asleep at Mass, because we want to be intentional and sincere at this moment when the gifts are brought up to offer our body and soul, our mind and heart, our riches and our poverty, our strength and our weaknesses, our work and our leisure, all of our suffering and our pain, our joys and our sorrows, all of our struggles with sin. When we offer that bread and wine, which means ourselves, that's what we are putting on this altar. And then, as I said, the priest prays this prayer. Send down your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, which means also upon you. And as the bread and wine is open to this blessing and outpouring of the Spirit, we are to be open, which is why I hope you would consider doing something. That the moment of the epiclesis, that you would be kneeling or sitting with your hands open like this. Because the spirit that comes down upon those gifts wants to come down upon each one of you at this moment in the mass. And there you are with your hands and your heart wide open because as your life is taken up with the offering of the life of Christ, we want that moment and the communion receive to transform us. As the bread and wine is transformed, we want to be transformed. Do you see why the mass cannot be for spectators? but only for participants. I will only get out of Mass what I put into it. Am I offering my life and everything in it? And then the power of the Word together with the Spirit through the words of institution where the priest is a sacrament of Jesus and speaks those words, this is my body. And it becomes the body of Jesus. This is my blood and it becomes the blood of Jesus. As God was able to bring something out of nothing, light out of darkness, order out of chaos, Redemption out of suffering. God can change this. God who made the world and all the natural laws that govern the world, he can transcend those laws like Jesus walking on the water, like Jesus saying to water, become wine. Jesus saying to deaf ears and blind eyes, be opened. God can say to this bread and wine, change, and it is changed. In the very substance, it becomes something else. 
That's the consecration. Epiclesis, consecration. So that what? That your life and my life can continue to experience the saving power of God. That Jesus would live in me and in you, work in me and in you, suffer in me and in you, renew me and you, and many other things. This is the heart of the Mass. And in a moment, we are going to live this again. Will I be sleeping? Or will I be part of this great drama that transforms the world one heart at a time?